Welcome to the Equine Veterinary Journal Podcasts on the Hoof. Welcome to EVJ on the Hoof. In this podcast, we will discuss a paper available in the early view section of the Equine Veterinary Journal website. It is entitled, Efficacy of the Combination of Doxycycline and Azithromycin for the Treatment of Foals with Mild to Moderate Bronchopneumonia. The authors are Vetsig, Venner and Jaguar. Pneumonia is one of the leading causes of morbidity and mortality in foals. In the absence of an effective vaccine, controls of infections caused by Rhodococcus equi tends to rely on early detection using thoracic ultrasonography and mass antimicrobial therapy for affected foals. Based on a consensus statement from the American College of Veterinary Internal Medicine, the recommended treatment is a combination of a macrolide with rifampin. Rifampin is important for the treatment of tuberculosis in people. Therefore, its use in veterinary medicine is under scrutiny and alternatives may be needed in the future. The combination of doxycycline with azithromycin is highly synergistic against Rhodococcus equi in vitro. Therefore, this combination may be an adequate alternative in foals infected with isolates of Rhodococcus equi which are resistant to rifampin or if the use of rifampin becomes restricted in certain countries. The objectives of the current study were to determine the relative efficacy and safety of azithromycin with doxycycline and azithromycin with rifampin for the treatment of foals with bronchopneumonia. This was at a farm endemic for infections caused by Rhodococcus equi. The study was a controlled, randomised, double-blinded clinical trial performed during the 2016 and 2017 breeding seasons at a warm blood stud farm in Germany. From birth to six months of age, Foles had a weekly physical examination and blood collection for determination of white blood cell counts. Thoracic ultrasonography was performed on foals with any clinical signs of respiratory disease or with a white blood cell count greater than 13 times 10 to the power of 9 per litre. Lesions were defined as focal hypoechoic areas of consolidation with a diameter greater than or equal to 1 centimetre. The number of lesions was recorded and the diameters of each lesion were added to generate a total lesion score in centimetres. Foals aged 28 days or above with lesion scores between 10 and 15 centimetres were randomly assigned to three treatment groups, which were as follows. Group 1 consisted of 81 foals administered azithromycin and doxycycline orally twice daily. Group 2 consisted of 81 foals administered azithromycin and rifampin orally once daily. Group 3 was a control group of 78 foals given no antimicrobial therapy. All foals also received acetylcysteine orally twice daily to ensure that foals in each group were subjected to similar daily handling. Each foal enrolled in the study was subjected to a weekly physical examination to generate a clinical score and white blood cell count. Thoracic ultrasonography was performed twice weekly until resolutions of the lesions and discontinuation of therapy. Foals received a minimum of 41 days of treatment. The personnel responsible for the physical examination, thoracic ultrasonography and for determining the need for therapy were unaware of treatment group assignment. Treatments were given by individuals who were not involved in monitoring and in making decisions regarding removal from the study. The study protocol included a rescue mechanism in an attempt to reduce the risk of mortality. Foals that developed a lesion score of greater than 18 centimetres or dyspnea were removed from the study protocol and switched to a combination of tulathromycin with rifampin. For every fourth foal enrolled in each treatment group, blood was collected prior to initiation of therapy and again the day that therapy was discontinued. Serum concentrations of creatinine, blood urea nitrogen, GLDH and GGT were measured. Foals were evaluated for diarrhoea once per week. Baseline variables at the time of initiating therapy were similar between the three treatment groups. 
The proportion of foals that recovered without the need for a change in therapy was significantly higher for foals treated with antimicrobials when compared to the control group. Azithromycin with doxycycline was non-inferior to azithromycin with rifampin within the predetermined non-inferiority limit of 10%. The risk of treatment failure was significantly lower in foals treated with antimicrobials relative to controls. Changes in serum creatinine and blood urea nitrogen concentrations during therapy were significantly larger for foals treated with antimicrobials compared to controls. There was no significant difference between the two antimicrobial concentrations. Changes in serum creatinine and blood urea nitrogen concentrations during therapy were significantly larger for foals treated with antimicrobials compared to controls. There was no significant difference between the two antimicrobial combinations. The proportion of foals that developed diarrhoea was significantly different between treatment groups. The incidence rate ratio of diarrhoea was significantly higher in foals treated with azithromycin and rifampin and in controls when compared to foals treated with azithromycin with doxycycline. The incidence rate ratio of diarrhoea was not significantly different in foals treated with azithromycin and rifampin relative to the controls. No other adverse effects of therapy were noted. We now move on to the discussion part of the study. The current study demonstrated that azithromycin with doxycycline is effective and non-inferior to azithromycin with rifampin for the treatment of foals with clinical signs of lower respiratory tract disease and ultrasonographic lesion scores between 10 and 15 centimetres. The current study did not include a treatment group consisting of azithromycin monotherapy. Therefore, it is impossible to know whether doxycycline contributed to the efficacy of the combination or if azithromycin was responsible for the entire therapeutic benefit. The definitive diagnosis of bronchopneumonia caused by Rhodococcus equi should rely on bacterial culture or detection by a PCR from a tracheobronchial aspirate. The study did not perform tracheobronchial aspirates. Although the exact etiology of the pulmonary lesions could not be determined, the authors feel that this study is consistent with clinical practice and note that Rhodococcus equi has previously been cultured from pneumonic foals on this farm. There was a statistically significant increase in creatinine and blood urea nitrogen levels during therapy. The authors feel that this is unlikely to be clinically significant because post-treatment values were still within the normal reference intervals. The frequency of diarrhoea in the foals was much higher than expected. Foals were observed for the presence of diarrhoea once weekly, therefore the number of weeks of reported diarrhoea does not necessarily indicate continuous diarrhoea during that period. Only two foals required therapy. To conclude, the current study demonstrates that azithromycin with doxycycline is non-inferior to azithromycin with rifampin for the treatment of foals with mild to moderate bronchopneumonia. The extent to which the results of this study may be extrapolated to other farms is unknown. Thank you for listening and we hope that you will join us next time. Thank you for listening to this Equine Veterinary Journal podcast. More on the subjects discussed can be found online at wileyonlinelibrary.com forward slash journal forward slash EVJ.